Good morning, and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in the studio today, and excited to celebrate and have in one of my good friends and one of the greatest public servants in this county and an area that I know and all that he's done for us, uh, Mr. Chris Casty. Chris, good morning. Good morning, and uh, with that introduction i'm waiting for somebody else to come in that's obviously <laughs> I, not me i so. enjoy celebrating good people and i also have with us our good friend and uh, i know it was a surprise to see uh, mr jeff jones you walked in but uh, jeff jones uh, is the attorney uh, that represents highlands residential services formerly known as the cool housing authority and uh jeff thank you for being here i'm glad to be here ben we're going to probably tell some stories some that chris may not want to be told but we're, we're here seriously chris talk about your career and and i, I know it's uh it's, you know we're in public service all of us have been in public service for years and i just think it's okay every now and then to recognize somebody that's done a really good job so you're retiring i, I am i we told the board i told our director uh Dow harris in late August, and we told the board in September, but I'm retiring at the end of the year. December 31st is my last official day. And you're the current CFO. CFO, Director of Operations, yep. correct. At the Highlands Residential Services, as I said, formerly known as the Cool Housing Authority. But uh, we, 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 I'm on the board. Jeff, like I said, is our, is our legal representation. And you've been there how long, Chris? 27 years last month. 27 years last month. So, I, I mean, we've talked, we've, we've had you on before, you and Dow, to talk about what you all do, and we're not going to go all through that again, but we are going to update some projects. But I want to know, I know you come from an accounting background. You were a former auditor. That's all uh, correct. I, I got an accounting degree from tech in 1990 and went to work for the state for about four years as, as a state auditor and um, enjoyed that work, loved that work, but I literally traveled everywhere from memphis to johnson city and i didn't care for the travel much but uh, certainly that was a good uh, first job to have what made you decide to make a career move from from audit with us the comptroller's office in the state of tennessee to, to the housing authority well and, and i think that office has changed in 30 plus years but again at the time we traveled a lot and uh, i'm young newly married and was going to start a family and again being on the road four and five days a week isn't much of a way to to, to, to have a family so that was the biggest thing jeff uh you were already representing the housing authority when yeah. chris joined us yeah i think uh chris you might correct me if i'm wrong but i think since the inception of the housing authority back in the late 50s it's only had two attorneys it's had hs barnes and i started working with hs in 1989 and then uh basically became the attorney for the housing authority after that so that's uh, that's pretty much correct and uh you know again you want to talk about Two men with uh, many great years of, of public service, but uh, to to be able to hand off from HS to Jeff, uh, the the housing authority HRS has been well represented for nearly sixty years. Yeah, so you've been uh, golly thirty four years now, I guess. Jeff, represent? Am I doing my math right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, thirty four years. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's about right. And, and listen, folks, if you old. if you've never met Jeff, Jeff is a look looks young. I mean, he is a young young looking sprite. And Chris, you do too. You guys have got a combined almost sixty years experience in the housing authority business, and that's a lot of knowledge. So, Jeff, you definitely can't go anywhere right now. We didn't now. have any gray in our beards. When we started <laughs> no, no, way. a lot uh, uh, a lot darker headed yeah. back then. <laughs> so, when uh, Jeff, you may not remember, but I imagine you have some some remembrance when Chris started as a young CFO of Housing Authority. First thoughts when you met Chris? and I've always thought Chris is a good guy. I mean, um, he's, he's been, a, like you said, a great public servant. Um, I think one of the things that people, and I know you, we don't want to go over everything that the Housing Authority does, but I think that one of the things that people tend to forget is, is what a service 
it provides for low-income people in our area, and not just in Putnam County, in Clay County, in Jackson County, and Putnam County. Uh, it is, it's quite an institution. Um, they do fantastic work. And the stuff that, uh, well, like Chris and, and the current executive director, Dow Harris, have been doing over the last several years. You know, when the Housing Authority started in the late 50s, uh, some, some of the projects existed, like the Darwin Street project, uh, for 60 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stuff that they're doing right now, the projects that, that the Housing Authority is working on right now, they're putting down footprints that can go 60 and 70 years long. It's, it's extremely important work. Well, so, and this show is not about me, but when you called me and Jim Martin called me originally to ask me to be on the board and then Chris along with that, of course, Chris being an employee, he was ch- trying to stay out of the recruitment of board members, letting you and Jim do that. You told me the housing authority is getting ready to do some big things. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to tell you, the Highlands Residential Services has done some big things since I've been on the board. And it's partly, it's a, a lot to do with Dow. Chris, you and the staff there, uh, and all the staff. It takes it takes a team, right, Chris? I mean, that's absolutely. And and to to follow up with what Jeff said, and, and kind of what you're saying, Ben. I, I've said multiple times over the years that I've been there. Whoever decided forty, fifty, sixty years ago that Jackson County would be included with what was Cookville Housing Authority, and that Clay County would. I don't know who made that decision, but that's such a good decision because there are so many really small. 40, 50, 60, 80 unit housing authorities throughout rural Tennessee that they struggle because it's just hard at that size to have all the money you need to to pay for the positions you need to to do the things. It, it's a it's an economy of scale. And again, so I've said over the course of my career, whoever made those decisions made some really smart decisions. And I hope and I think that some decisions that our board has made that, that Dow has uh, driven and that I've been a part of these last few years, I hope. 30, 40, 50 years from now, there's somebody sitting there saying, boy, I don't know who made these decisions 40 years ago, but they made some really good decisions. I really believe that we can say that right now. You know, one of the things that that we're very fortunate in my firm, we represent housing authorities all across the state. We're we're pretty involved with the state housing authority associations as far as training for uh, commissioners and training for uh, directors and so forth, managers of housing authorities. Highlands Residential Services is look, is viewed around the state as an example of the right way to do things. It's very well run. Well, I appreciate that since I'm, I'm one of those board of commissioners. I'm grateful that you feel that way. And But we don't get there without people like you two and the staff there. So, Chris, tell us what CFO and Director of Operations means at Highlands, Highlands Residential Services. Well, it depends on what day of the week it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think first and foremost, uh, and and Jeff and I have had this conversation, you know, again, the, the fact that Dow's been the, the executive director for 30, a little over 30 years now, to have that stability, that that knowledge, that uh, that continuity makes a huge difference. And, and Dow being the public face and uh, going to talk to the county commission occasionally or more likely the city council to, to go to these state meetings to, again, to be the public face has freed me up, or, or or I guess he might say vice versa, me being there at the office to make sure everything runs day-to-day, to, to, to make sure we do the right things when people come in and make payments, to make sure that part of my job is compliance, to make sure that we follow the rules when people move in. Um, you know, it, it, it really has been a very symbiotic relationship, I, I think, um, 
I joked years ago that I was going to write a book one day called Tag Team Management because it does seem like sometimes Dow and I are like, tag, you're in today, mm-hmm. tag, you're in today. But, you know, just this just the last two weeks is an example of things I've done. Uh, I had to appear in court with Jeff. Um, unfortunately, we have to do that in our, our business sometimes. But uh, I do that. Um, I've dealt with contractors quite a bit recently, again, as we're finishing Hickory Valley, one of the new developments that uh, – that uh, we were talking about uh, new things and great things that are going on and uh, dealing with contractors can can be very fun very interesting and very infuriating well you're the point of contact on those Uh, projects right you're the first person they're calling i I am um chief financial officer isn't a very good description for what chris does he is the deputy director he is number two in charge of the housing and that's because he does way more than just management. Yeah, and and I don't I don't have a, a military background, uh, but I understand. Uh, you know, it's it's like in the military what they'd call XO, the executive officer. Yeah. You, you've got whoever the admiral would be in the Navy or in the XO under him. That's kind of you know day in and day out. I make sure that the staff is carrying out what the board and what Dow has directed. Uh, and again, making sure we're doing it right. But uh, it it's it is it's so many things and so many different hats. Um, uh, you know, which has made it fun, but made it very stressful at times too. But that's okay. Well, it is, and of course, we're going to talk about uh, before we leave today your reasons for maybe moving on and retiring, and and you, you you're not going to quit working. We want to, we'll get into right. that. But the housing authority has been, I know, as much as you've given it, it's given to you, right? It has, and in fact, at the board meeting where where I formally announced to the board that I was going to be retiring. And and we had a, a bit of discussion back and forth, and, and that's almost word for word what I said, Ben. If the housing authority has gotten out of me what I've gotten out of the housing authority, then we ought to both be really happy. The yeah. housing authority has been so good to me, yeah. and I hope that I've been good to them. I think I have. I hope so. You have. You have. And, and of course, I mean, it's work, right? I mean, you, you're working every day. I've, I was able to go to a conference with you all a few years ago for the uh, Board of Commissioners. It was some training I wanted to pursue on my own and, and, and go with you all to learn more. And, and the group that went, we were in meetings and working together and talking about things. And I learned a whole lot. Like, I didn't know a whole lot when I went in. I should have known more. I should ask more questions. But I have faith in you guys. But it was it was amazing, and and y'all know how to have some fun, and it's good clean fun. Y'all know how we we had a good time, and it was just a good experience for me to have that time with you, and and we become good friends, and I appreciate it. Oh, we we have, uh, and you know, Dow says it all the time. Dow's right. Here, I both couldn't do what we do if it weren't for our staff. We have been blessed to have a great staff the the twenty seven years I've been there. But much like uh, with my position, we've had a lot of turnover with our staff. Uh, you know, Dow's used the term before. A lot of us, we've kind of aged in place. And uh, uh, but that's uh, that's the uh, that's the natural process for any organization. How much has um, the staff grown since you started to now, as far as positions go? Goodness gracious! Uh, in total, probably I'd, I'd really have to sit down and do math. Probably three or four total positions. But where those positions are and what they do is probably fluctuated a little. We were probably right at 18 or 19 full-time employees when I started, and I think we're at 25 today. So I, okay. guess, I guess 19 to 25 would be six. It'd but like more than that for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, well, Dow and I looked the other day. I think we're at 25 full-time. I, I believe that's right. Good deal. Great information so far. I got Chris Casty, CFO and Director of Operations at the Highland Residential Services. Jeff Jones, the legal representation, our attorney at Highland Residential Service. Celebrating Chris and his retirement. We'll be back after this break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers here with Chris Casty, CFO and Director of Operations at the Highlands Residential Services. Jeff Jones, our attorney there as well. And, and of course, Jeff, we talked. You started in 89. Chris started in 96. You've known each other longer than I've known you two. I'm still waiting for some good stories. We'll get to some of those maybe before we go. <laughs> Celebrating Chris's retirement from the Highlands uh, Residential Services here at the end of this month. Uh, 27 years you'll have in and and. and we were talking last time about the projects uh, that we've been doing. I, I just got to know. I mean, I'm on the board, but I don't know the ins and outs of everything. When you all, and Jeff is as our attorney and Chris is our CFO and Dow is, the, Dow is the CEO, when you all are looking to do a project, what what does that entail? What questions are you all trying to answer to see if it's going to work? You want to start that? Yeah. yeah um, uh, how much time do we have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the first thing you've got to start with, is there a need? And – that's a really easy question to answer here in the Upper Cumberland right now, here in Cookville, Putnam County right Absolutely now. Absolutely right now, uh, the waiting list for... Well, for I mean, we, our waiting lists are, are closed. About three years ago, we asked the board to uh, to close our waiting lists, uh, we think, for the first time in the history of the Housing Authority. And we have opened them up in small bits, specific bedroom sizes for specific towns a, a few times to, you know, my comment, anytime I talk to people and, and we talk about the need, and I really don't think this is hyperbole, if we had 200 more units built tomorrow, we could fill them up. I totally agree uh, with that uh, statement. But so th- that's the first question. Is there a need? Well, again, that's a simple answer. The second question <laughs> is how we're going to pay for it. Yeah. That's, that's not a, that's, that's not as easy. How to get this rocket <laughs> yeah. ship off the ground is yeah. funding, you know. And and, and then I, I would think even behind that is okay. Where are we going to build it now? Again, our board being very forward thinking, uh, we acquired a couple of pieces of property that adjoined each other, and are blessed that while we have built two projects, uh, two developments on this property that's just off Buffalo Valley Road, we still have room for more growth there, and there are more things uh, planned for there. So we've answered that question. Uh, at least for the time being, but the long term is, how do you pay for it? And uh, long before I was around, long before Jeff was around, the, the way original public housing was built was the the city, or if they already had an existing housing authority, would apply for uh, a need. They, they would tell HUD, we have a need, and HUD would say, yeah, you do or no, you don't. But if you did, HUD gave you the money. Well, HUD has not built new public housing since the late 70s. It was either 77 or 78. 
So there are a lot of different mechanisms now. There are tax credits that you can uh, that, that if we're fortunate that we get awarded to, we syndicate those out and use the proceeds. There's grants, but that's a really, really intricate puzzle to put together sometimes. Uh, we've been blessed that we've had some new development that was a tax credit deal and nothing else. And that's difficult enough on its own. But then you look at um, Oak Tree Towers that we completed a couple of years ago. There's either four or five different grants in that project. And each one of them has their own little, well, make sure you follow this rule. And, oh, yeah, for this one, you got to follow this rule. And so that's what makes it complicated. Um, and it's real easy to sit and do nothing. It's real easy to say, okay, we got this many units and we're going to manage them. But that isn't what's best for our community. And, and it's not what we've done. Again, I, our, our board, I give so much credit to for being forward thinking. We're trying to answer that first question. Or meet that first need. Is there a need? Yes, meet that need. Yeah, I, I think the way that Chris described it is exactly right. I mean, it, to to distill it down, I, I think that the need, the question of the need in our area is a given. It just is, not just in Putnam County, but in all, all the Upper Cumberlands. But after that, it's an intricate money hustle. It's just a, a, it is just an issue of trying to assemble the funding, whether it be through any of those mechanisms that Chris spoke of. Uh, and, and more often than not, it's tax credits. That's what we're looking at. Tax credits are the most um, competitive to get, but certainly push the ball furthest down the field. Right. If, if you get tax credits, you, you've probably got a viable uh, development. Uh, and, and I will say uh, a development that we're getting ready to start, that we're in the preliminary stages on, that's going to be called Redbud Village. Uh, we're blessed that even the city has uh, has given us some money for that or, or, or set aside some money to give us. So, uh, you know, our city sees that need, and, and they're trying to help us and partner with us to uh, to meet some of those needs. And, uh, again, you just got to – for Redbud Village specifically, we applied for one grant we got awarded. Well, okay, that was 50 or 60% of the money. We applied for another grant we got awarded. The city kicked some money in. Our nonprofit – has a little money and and pretty soon you know two plus two eventually adds up to four and uh and then you bid the project out and cross your fingers that bids don't come in crazy yeah construction costs Uh, are too wild and yeah everything else well let's talk about the current projects we got we got going at hrs so we oak tree towers has been finished for a while hickory valley is we we moved everybody into hickory valley last uh last week Yep. So, yeah, that quick. I'm trying to think if it was two weeks ago, but last week we uh, our, our occupancy staff moved in nearly 50 new families in, uh, in about six working our days, which is just job. a – Yes. It had to get done before the end of this year. Yeah, because of everything that because was – Because of all, of all of the funding mechanisms the, yeah. that Chris is speaking of. And, and, and a lot of the common citizen does not know how that works. Mm-hmm. Another reason I love having you all on is to explain that process. We had to get finished and get people moved in to, to complete our funding. And so, we, and so, Hicker Valley, and what what's the, we got Magnolia Ridge. Well, so the the next thing is is Redbud Village, and and Redbud Village uh, is going to be a, a small development, twenty units. Uh, again, a couple of different grants, a little money from the city, a little money from our nonprofit uh, that we hope are, are, are going to build it. It's in uh, the design stages right now. Uh, we're looking at the right piece of our property that we have, the right place to put it, uh, and uh, the architects are just starting to work on overall design but we think that we'll break ground late spring early summer and uh so that'll be 20 more units and then 
Magnolia Ridge will be going out for, uh, and I'm still going to say we, I'm still saying sure. we, uh, uh, but uh, we will be uh, applying for tax credits. Uh, that application application time is in March, and we'll know in June or July, and if we're fortunate enough to get funded for it, we'll probably be breaking ground next fall. So um, Kelly Stewart, who's been our longtime accountant that's going to be taking my place, Kelly's going to continue to have his plate full. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh that's uh, that's good. He'll stay busy. I think that's all a testament to the vision of not only the administration at the Housing Authority, but also the the last few boards to see that the the, the existing inventory in the house uh, for Highlands Residential Services had aged to a point that it needed to either be renovated or replaced. The developments that are being done right now they don't look like what you would think of traditional public housing being right. They look really, really and they're very nice. They are nice. And, and and I am gonna get a little deep in the weeds for a second. They're really not public housing. Well that's true you, too. You know, we, we are doing away in the process of doing away with the old public housing model. And uh and, and that was one of the things uh Dow and I several years ago, right after Hurricane Katrina, the the next year we were down for a conference in New Orleans and saw some things they were doing down there and Literally, you have a, a public housing unit or a, a, a subsidized unit, we would say, and right next door would be what they would call a market rent unit. And there was, I forget how big, but there was a, a mid-rise there that was one of their housing authority's properties, and literally Jimmy Graham lived there. Jimmy Graham was tied in for the New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, an NFL player was living in the same building, in the same property that people with subsidized uh, rents were. And... I still think that's our grand vision that it's not, okay, right over here is where the public housing people are. It's This is just our community. Yeah. That's as big a deal, and it's, it, it's something you don't see or the public doesn't see. As big a deal as the bricks and mortar that you see going up is the transition for the way that the housing authority is going to be receiving its funding in the future. Uh, it's going to be way more stable than it has in the past and not dependent upon the whim of a Congress uh, to raise or lower budgets. It, it's, it's a really good thing. That's a great point. And this is great information. Uh, I'm glad I've got some more time with you all. Talking to Chris Casty and Jeff Jones from the Housing Authority, Highlands Residential Services, we know at now in Cougal. Be back in a moment after this break. Welcome back. Ben Rogers on Local Matters with Chris Casty, CFO and Director of Operations at Highlands Residential Services. Mr. Jeff Jones, our legal representation. He, he and his firm have been there representing us and making sure we do the right things. Me as a, a board member, of Chris, uh, at the Highlands Residential Services. Um, so, again, you're retiring into this month, into December, 27-year career. And, uh, again, I... I wanted you on here to celebrate you, talk about what you do and how important it is, what you both have done for this community. Uh, I love to celebrate people that do good things. And, um, you know, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you and everything you've done, and I'm glad you're here to talk about I know you're modest, and you argue with me about coming on here about doing this. I don't take no hardly ever, unless it's my wife, uh, for an answer. And, Jeff, thank you for being a, a guest. Well, we're going to roast you, but we decided to go another route. So, uh. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, the old, the old saying goes, I definitely have a face for radio. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. Uh, so give me, uh, you know, 27 years is a good career. Give me some some favorite highlights. Give me some moments you can look back and you'll always remember. And, you know, those are those are good times or that was a tough time, but we got through it. And give, give me some good stories. I, well, I, I think there are several. There are some we, we Probably don't need to broadcast on the on the radio, but uh, without going into detail, Jeff said earlier, uh, we don't just cover Putnam County, we don't just cover Cookville, we cover Jackson County, we cover Clay County. And uh, years ago, I uh, was going to a public hearing at, at uh, Clay County, and uh, 
didn't realize what I was walking into. I was still young and naive at the time, and I guess it was my first one, and had a, a, a consultant with me, and we pull up, and there are cars everywhere. There are people standing outside of the area that we were going to meet. And I, I just looked over, and he kind of looked at me, and, and basically what he said was, have you ever been to a, a pig roast before where you're the pig? And so uh, that was a very interesting uh, uh, night. Uh, got uh, got called several interesting names that night. But it, it was a, a good um, introduction into – in government, what we call NIMBY a lot of times, not in my backyard. Absolutely. And, uh, and and that was okay, but that was a, a learning experience. Um, years ago, um, when our office was still on Willow Avenue, uh, it was after 5 o'clock, and there was something down I were working on late. I don't remember a budget or something. And we have a knock at the front door, and, I mean, guys, we're just old country boys. We grew up here in the Upper Cumberland. And I go open up the front door, and it was the son of one of our tenants who was being evicted, and um, he was a big fella, and uh, he was pretty irate about what was going on with his mom. And Dow and I had an interesting conversation with him in the lobby for about 10 or 15 minutes. And when we finally got him out the door and got the door locked again, Dow just looked at me and he said, I thought you and I both were getting whipped. And, uh, <laughs> I, I did too, but, but, but we didn't. You know, I, I will say this, and this is a recent thing, as we started contacting the people to move into Hickory Valley, and again, Jeff mentioned it, we had to do that in a very short time frame. At the end of one day, and, and again, those were some long days, particularly for our occupancy staff, but um, uh, Melinda, one of our staff members, she looked at me and she said, literally, everyone I talked to today cried. They were that excited, that happy, that emotional uh, about getting a new house. Yeah. That makes you feel good. Yeah. I mean, if you've had a really bad day at work, and, and not that we've had bad days, we've had really long days recently and, and frustrating times dealing with contractors and grants, and um, that makes you feel good. It's a whole lot easier to go home uh, when, you know, when you know people are that excited and that yeah. happy. And we've had um, similar stories from Oak Tree Towers as, a, as a designated as an absolute development. Similar stories from people who are just so grateful to have a nice home to live in. And that's just, it, it, you know, a lot of times we take things like that for granted, uh, but we shouldn't. Yeah. You know, we really should. And a nice space outside their living area, right? Absolutely. To, to be outside and to hang out in nice weather and, and enjoy each other's company. And I think, y'all. I say y'all, and I guess I'm on the board, but I feel like we we follow you all's lead. Y'all have a plan and a vision for making the the uh, prosperity of people's lives and 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 better, right? We we want their lives to be as as good as it can possibly be, and you all have play a big part in that and your vision on these houses. Absolutely, you you can't just build a house. You got to give somebody a place that can be a home. Mm-hmm where kids can play, where, you know, one of the interesting things we've talked about is we've gotten the people moved in at Hickory Valley, and, and I've been down there several times. Maintenance staff and, and occupancy staff have been down there a lot. It's really quiet down there. Of course, it is kind of off by itself. And so that's a really nice thing, that they've got a quiet neighborhood. And uh, so, you know, yeah, it is. It's helping people. And uh, and and it's not I, just bricks and mortar. No, no. The Housing it's, Authority it's, provides a bunch of different social programs to help people that teen needs teens need training tnt is what they call it is 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 really a fantastic program uh I, mike smith used to be sort of the guru of it for a long time that yeah that, that, again a, a program that started about 30 about 30 years ago it had been running a couple of years when i went to work there so yeah. it started in 93 or 94 um i, I want to say 94 i think dow became director in 93 and he started it the next year 
Um, you know, so uh, absolutely. Um, guys, you can't work at the housing authority if you don't want to help people. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, not to say that I've not, I have been frustrated in my 27 years. It, it, it is a job, uh, as you said earlier, Ben, and it's frustrating at times. But you can't do that for a long time no. if you don't want to help people. Right. Uh, Jeff, you got any um, good stories on Chris? Any good stories on Chris? <laughs> I vividly remember the Clay County thing um, <laughs> that uh, we we went up there for good old fashioned but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure y'all handled yourselves very well. Yeah, uh, but, uh, <laughs> what facility was that at? Was it at the courthouse? No, was it? it was. Uh, we actually uh, the the development that we have in. Uh, Clay well, County. That was at the well, no, that was at the courthouse too. Yeah. We had that uh, opportunity uh, that at the courthouse, and then also the one uh, I specifically mentioned. We have a small community room there on uh, at our site, and and it was at the community room. I don't think you. Were, I think that was just I John Cawthon, John Cawthon, and myself. But you and I and Dow went up for the county commission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. both of you yeah. are county commissioners. Yeah. So you know how you guys. Yeah. Can we, we can be. Yeah, we can be a. Uh, we can be. We can be stubborn. I can yeah. tell you that. That's for sure. So, Chris, what what went to the decision to say my career is going to end at the housing authority and move and do something else? You know, it's an interesting question. A question I've had several times and i i've probably given several different answers and i'm still not sure that i that there's one definitive answer um my my wife was a career educator was in the classroom for 20 years was a principal for 12 additional years she had 32 years in education she retired uh, at the end of the 21 uh, i'm sorry at the end of the 22 school year so just a little over a year ago uh that has played a small part I would rather leave one year too early as stay two or three years too late. And just this year, as I thought about it and some things going on, I, I'm I am not I'm not old enough to not work. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not even old enough to draw Social Security, contrary to how old I looked. Um, and so I'm going to do some consulting. I'm going to do some things. I'm I'm going to help HRS out a little for a few months uh, again through a transition period. But um, it, it was it was just time. Yeah. Uh, you well, know, I heard him say just now as his wife told him. I'm home. I'm retired. We're going to go travel. That's, uh, that's not. I, I, that's not. Yeah. That's not, that's not. That's not it exactly. Uh, but um, I, I think too. Uh, and this conversation started a few years ago. Uh, again, Dow's been the director thirty years. I've been the director of operations twenty seven years now. The worst thing in the world for the housing authority would be for he and I both to just decide. Okay, we're leaving. And so, truthfully, I I went to him in June. Uh, he and I sat down and had a good conversation in June, and it's kind of like, okay, I'm kind of thinking about this. What are you thinking about? Because first and foremost, I wanted to take care of the housing authority. And there's nothing pressing that said, hey, I had to, I've got to be out of here in two weeks, or I've got to be out of here in a month. Um, and I don't have a job where I feel like you can give two weeks' notice. And so I wanted, again, at the end of the day, I wanted to take care of the housing authority. And Dow and I had a conversation, and he's planning on working a few more years at least and that's good and so it was a good time a good time for me to step aside and get somebody some training and uh you know again it just kind of kind of things kind of lined up um chris, for that. chris would definitely be missed i mean he not only is he a good guy and he's and, and has a lot of institutional knowledge uh but he presents well you know, I mean, that's why he's a county commissioner. Mm-hmm. He, he he just uh, is a good face yeah. for the housing authority. Well said, Jeff. I agree. I, I, I'm i going to miss you as a housing authority. Of course, we're still in the commission together. Good to see you. Uh, and, and Kelly's going to be great. We know that. And the staff under him is going to be just fine. Right? Absolutely. 
But it's similar to when I come in to take my uncle's place at CTAS. Nobody wanted me. Yeah. Nobody wanted me. Jeff loves me, but he I promise you, he'd rather have Billy around yeah. than me. And so I embrace that. I embrace the legacy he had, and Kelly will embrace. I, but you've left a legacy, Chris. I don't I'm know just that I would necessarily it. agree with what you just said, Ben, but I did love your uncle. Oh, sure. I know. I know. But I just I understand. But And Kelly, will. he's good. I mean, he's going to be fine. But you've left a legacy because of everything you've done, the way you've carried yourself with integrity and honesty, and you've been clear and transparent with the board every time. We ask you questions. There's nothing to hide, and it's it's something I feel good about being a part of because we are doing the the right the things the right way. So thank you for your service to the Highlands and, and to this community. Well, I thank you again. I, I said to you when you called me the other day that there's no need to uh, – to, to celebrate me, I, I just did what I was supposed to do, and I did what I got paid to do. Uh, but Kelly will be great, and uh, and again, the housing authority will be different, if not next year, in five years or ten years. But that's uh, that's the way organizations work. Uh, one thing, and and I, I give my mom and dad credit, and I'm I'm blessed to still have both of my parents. Uh, but my mom. When I was young and full of testosterone, and uh, I, I don't even remember exactly, but first or second, may have been before I went to work even for the housing authority. But I, I'd probably gotten a little too full of myself and, and was talking to my mom about it one day. And she just kind of looked at me and she said, Chris, she said, that place existed a long time before you were there. And it'll exist a long time after you're gone. And, you know, my moms have a great way of just just boiling it all down. Putting it into perspective. Putting it into perspective. Yep. The, house, the, the housing authority was there a long time before me, and it'll be there a long time after I'm gone. That's so funny because that reminds me of something. H.S. Barnes, who was the, the attorney for the housing authority for so long, used to say to me, he'd say, Jeff, the graveyard is full of indispensable people. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's Guys, it. Guys, thank you all so much. Chris, again, uh, what a blessing to Putnam County, Upper Cumberland, everybody that's experienced a life in, in one of our facilities and one of our housing units. Uh, it's part, part of, because of you, and I appreciate you. Jeff, I appreciate you. Uh, what a blessing God said Jeff Jones is to us. Oh, in absolutely. And, and thanks for being here to, to carry to help me celebrate him. Because I, be yeah, I loved yeah. it. But thank you, Chris. Appreciate thank you, you guys. Yep. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to Local Matters. I, I'm just happy as I can be to talk to these two gentlemen. Remember, uh, it's always uh, – Nah, it's always better to be kind and, and mean, folks. Just be kind to people. Go out and make somebody's day. Do something for somebody. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.